Hello, dear listeners. You are on the podcast Research Lives and Cultures. I'm Sandrine Soub, and I'm sharing with you a series of very short interviews with academics. These interviews were recorded a few years ago, so people will have progressed in their career. Many of them will maybe have been research fellows or just lectures when we interviewed them. And since these interviews took place, maybe they've already been promoted to being professors. Maybe they've changed institution. Maybe they have switched career. Who knows? Just giving you a little glimpse of the career at a point in time of these individuals who are sharing some wisdom, some insights, some key learnings that they've had during their research career. I hope that you enjoy these short interviews that were done, as I've said, several years ago. Still lots of insight to gain, lots of uh, interesting ideas that you may acquire from listening to these interviews. I hope you enjoy them. My name is Ivana Barbaric. I'm a lecturer and a group leader at the Center for Stem Cell Biology at the University of Sheffield. My research interests are in the field of human pluripotent stem cells, their genetic stability and applications for regenerative medicine. I was born and grew up in Croatia, and during my secondary school, I had an opportunity to do a research project, a small-scale research project in biology. So with that project, I then took part in a national competition in biology, and I won the first prize. So it was a really cool, rewarding experience for me, and I realized I enjoyed doing research, I enjoyed writing up my data, and also presenting to a wider audience. So on the back of that, then I decided to do a degree in molecular biology at the University of Zagreb, also in Croatia. I spent the final year of my degree at the Max Planck Institute in Freiburg in Germany. And there I had an opportunity to work in a lab for a year um, and obviously develop my technical skills that I could later apply in my research. But also it was a time where I could, for the first time, build my network of peers and colleagues on an international scale. And that really spurred me on to think about academic career and pursuing a PhD, for which I was then looking at opportunities abroad, i.e. outside of Croatia. And one of the opportunities that really stood out was to work, continue working on a kind of a project that I did during my undergraduate degree, uh, but at the University of Oxford in the UK. My DPhil project at Oxford focused on analyzing genetic bases of osteoporosis. But at the same time, I was also learning how pluripotent stem cells can be used to dissect function of genes. And in doing so, I became really fascinated by cells, stem cells because they're really cool cells and they can differentiate into any cell type. So I decided to move fields basically from using stem cells as a tool in my research to making them the primary focus of my research. And actually, initially, it appeared a bit daunting because I had to leave the field that I was researching for three years and all the literature that I knew. But actually, it was quite a positive experience for me because I found out that technical skills that I acquired and generic knowledge in biology, I was just able to apply to a new research question. And to pursue these new research interests, I applied for a postdoctoral position 
at the Center for Stem Cell Biology at the University of Sheffield, and I joined Professor Andrew's group uh, in Sheffield in 2006. During my PhD, and particularly during my postdoc, I came to realize what are the requirements that I needed to fulfill in order to obtain an academic position and eventually to be successful in it. And I realized this goes beyond just having a research portfolio and that there are additional skills that I need to demonstrate, like teaching and also networking and being recognized in my own field. So I took several steps to achieve these requirements, particularly when it came to research, I made sure I publish so that I have good quality work that can be published in good journals in my field. But also, I then realized I have to not just have my own ideas, which I naturally had by working in the lab and just finding new research questions, but I also had to demonstrate that I can actually acquire funding, attract funding for these ideas. And how I went about this was looking for grant opportunities and fellowships that could be awarded to postdocs. And for example, during my lab work and during my postdoc, one of the ideas I had is that I could apply some of the engineering principles and material science to the problems that I was having in the lab. And for this, I applied, I wrote a proposal and got funded from the Wellcome Trust Discipline Hopping Fellowship. So this then enabled me to spend a year in the Department of Material Science and learn some of the new techniques in that new environment and also bring some of that back to my department and effectively start a whole new field of research in my own lab. Teaching is a really important part of lectureship and I recognized that during my postdoctoral research. So I decided then to enhance my teaching skills and to do that I volunteered to teach on undergraduate and master's courses, but also I enrolled on a two-year certificate in learning a teaching course at the University of Sheffield. And this really, I think, helped me develop my teaching skills, but also I believe that showed my willingness and eagerness to teach when it came to applying for lectureships. And ultimately, I think it prepared me really well for the role that I'm doing at the moment. Throughout my career, I really recognized the importance of networking so I was quite proactive about establishing networks, and part of that came from the fact that I worked in different labs around the world. But also I actively contributed to various local national meetings, presenting posters, and eventually I built a large enough network that I was able to organize a symposium here in Sheffield, and that gave me access to further industrial and academic links. On the back of that, then, I got further invites to present talks at meetings, but also access to researchers in the field uh, with whom I shared common ideas so we could apply for joint funding. So I thoroughly recommend networking, even at, to early career researchers. I think it keeps you fresh, you get feedback from your colleagues in the field, and you keep finger on the pulse of what's really trendy and emerging in your field of research.